Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Yeah, I feel like you you don't really give a fuck. And that's what like so many girls like try to do, but you actually do it, which is pretty sick. You give zero fucks. <clears throat> yeah, no fucks. I mean, that was the problem. That's been the problem like my whole life is that like, I cannot lie. Like I cannot be fake. And like in situations like Rush and at IU, that didn't work in my favor. And it's finally like panning out well, which is amazing. Oh, it's about to get juicy here. Welcome back to CK's Juicy Pod. I'm here with my favorite guest to date, Victoria from TikTok. Hi, guys. How are you? Phil, are you excited? I'm very excited, yeah. A former Hoosier for uh, one year, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Couldn't <laughs> handle it, so she so she left uh, Bloomington, but she was a Hoosier for a little bit, which is exciting. Yeah. I had to go glow up elsewhere, you know? I had to go chase the gains, the bag in New York. On a real note, you're from North Carolina, right? Mm-hmm. And you moved to Bloomington to go to IU mm. for like your freshman year. Mm. And was it just like not your thing? Or were you like, I've always wanted to go to fashion school? Or what was the vibe? Yeah, like my mom's from the city. My dad's from North Carolina and they like met in the city. And so neither of them like recommended their college experience. And so like, I just never knew where I wanted to go in high school and I was dating this kid and he was like yo my parents met at IU like I think you'd really like it and I was like oh bet like let's go there together like my high school boyfriend yeah 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 and then his ass didn't even get into IU Um, (laughs) um, and he was like I'm gonna transfer and I was like bet I'll still go I remember I'd watch like the total frat or like I'm schmacked videos on YouTube and I was like this looks lit like (laughs) I was like I just I want to be in a sorority I grew up in Chapel Hill like where UNC is and so Mm -hmm. I thought I wanted to be in a sorority but like yeah that's why I went it looked lit 
So was the sorority life not the Bible? Like, did, did you leave before sororities? Because I know IU's rush is really weird. Yeah, they rushed second semester. So like first semester I got there and I was already like, oh, the vibes are weird. I don't know if I liked it. And I was like, I'm gonna push through and rush. And then I rushed and realized like I fucking hated it and, and left. Did you hate it? Cause you were just like, this is not my vibe or did like, it just wasn't your I thing? I like, can't, I'm really bad at lying. Like I'm really bad at being fake. And when I went through the whole rush process, I was like, yo, like I can't mask the fact that I'm fake every single person I'm meeting right now. The girl rush process here at IU is brutal. Like, girls get so yeah. sad about that thing. <laughs> yeah, no, I was, like, down bad depressed. Like, I gained, like, 40 pounds because of it. Like, I got gingivitis because I was going through a jewel pot a day. I was like, oh, I need to go home. It was, like, a fucking binky, like, mm. Wait, yeah. I actually love your TikToks about your jewel. I think they're uh, the funniest ever. Are you still There's on the jewel grind? There's like so many vapes nowadays. You still oh, jewel? Oh, fuck no. Fuck no. We are anti-jewel. Like, we're all for the jewel <laughs> slander. Look at this. Look at this shit. Like, no! <laughs> there we go. Yeah, no, no. I'm big. I So I got, so after I like quit jewel and moved to New York, I was like, oh, I want to be like a skinny bitch, fitness bitch. And so I got into running and you can't jewel with running, you know? Facts. Yeah. And didn't you like start it was like green tea or something became your thing instead of the jewel what what was it oh yeah so like to quit jewel I realized I had like this like weird ass oral fixation like I'd really want to suck on it all the time like a fucking binky and so I like <laughs> carry around a canteen and anytime I wanted the jewel I just like sip it and like provide the oral fixation got it would. like the the action of like what the jewel yeah. would do for you got it yeah. so you moved to New York you became this fitness queen and now you're like literally blowing up on TikTok yeah how long like when did you move to New York I moved to New York so after my freshman year so what like 2018 2019 I've been here for three years now and yeah. you tell us about what school do you go to and what you're studying I'm a history major at the new school the new school is actually like mostly a fashion school but I'm not in like a fashion program and I didn't really ever want to but I always wanted to go to like a different school and the new school is like a like a literally sponsored socialist school like all <laughs> seminar style like it flips it on its head it's so different but I love it I, wait I'm, I'm confused I call it Parsons but I'm like is what's the difference yeah, so, like, you know how there's, like, Kelly School of Business? Like, that's yeah. the program inside of IU. So, Parsons is the fashion program inside uh, of IU. Got it. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, I actually visited Parsons, or the new school, and yeah. FIT, but I yeah. decided I was more of an LA bitch, yeah. which I am. But I remember the new school being so, like, at least Parsons was so, like, you have to paint to find what color your heart desires. Like, like, and I was like, Ooh, this, like the, the fashion stuff is like a little too far-fetched for me. Like it was a little less practical. So I'm curious how the history is for you. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, the history is like bullshit. Like it's relatively a bullshit program, but I wanted that because like I could work at the same time and be in school. So like school is like literally like we all sit around and hold hands and go kumbaya, but no, like it's (laughs) like we, we touch on subjects that are important, but like class is not as rigorous as say IU was the art programs though, are like mad intense. Like you're saying, like Wait, what do you want to do with a history uh, degree? Oh, uh, this is a loaded fucking question. I don't know. <laughs> what am I doing on this podcast? Like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> like, who knows? <laughs> no, I get it. Same, same. I feel that. Yeah. Yeah, Phil's and Kelly. Doesn't uh, he look like it? Kelly bot. Yeah. 
It'd be like the that. Worst. I want to dive a little bit into this running thing because I'm so curious. Mm-hmm. For me, all I want to be is like a long distance runner, but it's just like, like I, I get into like phases. Like sometimes I'm like, okay, like the most I can run is like probably like six miles. Mm-hmm. But like after that, I'm like, how do you, how do you force yourself to become a runner if you're not a runner? You know what I mean? Do you think it's like innately like a thing that's born in you or you can force anyone can become one? I think anybody can become a runner. Not everybody can be a good runner. I'm a trash runner, but I still consider myself a runner. You know, like I was really stuck at that five mile mark mentally, especially lifestyle wise, because I was still like, when I signed up for the marathon, I was still drooling heavily. And I was like, nah, this won't phase me. Like I can still run a marathon while drooling. <laughs> like, and I'm going to bring the drool on the marathon. <laughs> I would bring it on fucking runs with me. And I put it in my waistband and my leggings and I would hit that shit. And I thought I looked so cool. Like, I mean, I did probably look cool, but <laughs> um, yeah, though there's like that five mile mental block but then like once you get past it like you just get in your bag and you like turn off your mind it's just very mental I think so how far do you run usually nowadays I mean like when I'm marathon training it's like 10 15 like something like Mm -hmm. around there casual runs are like two to five to seven I was training for the Berlin marathon in 2020 and then it got canceled and then they delayed it to this year but I think it's gonna get canceled again so damn I I I tried to run two miles uh the other day and I was I was dead after two miles I don't know how people go past like three were you quick with it like was it like light work like no it was like it was like an eight minute pace so (laughs) (laughs) you tried what do you do like if I was like okay I want to begin my running journey like I want to get past the three mile mark how do you do that should I run at a slower pace and just get to three miles or like what do you suggest Yes, yes, yes. Like you should like, well, there's like a, a bunch of variables. Like, are you listening to music? Because music will fuck up your pace. It'll push you farther than you need to go. A lot of people run too fast and then they can't go the distance. Or it's like, are you that's what I do, like, I yeah, like turn off the music. And if that's like, that should fix all your problems. If it's like lifestyle, that'll affect you at the five to 10 mile mark. You know, like the first two, three miles are usually like things like music, your shoes, like the wrong path, shit like that. But then like, once you want to go long, long, it's like adjusting your lifestyle to acclimate. What do you mean adjusting your lifestyle? Like people like not eating an hour before the run or like or sleeping well or drinking enough water so your legs don't seize up like at mile seven you know it's like when I know I'm gonna run 10-15 miles I drink a gallon of water a day usually you know so it's like doing all these things so that I can run later got it got it love to hear it and so what was the hardest part about like your weight loss journey because I love when you talk about like your weight loss stuff and like getting ready for the gym and like just I just love your like gym content so thanks yeah yeah I mean like hardest part is like knowing when to stop like anybody can lose weight it's just like when do you decide you're happy with your body like when do you like because even like I think like for men and women there's like this whole stigma it's like I want to get more shredded I want to get more jacked I want to like bench even harder I want to get even skinnier and it's like dude what when the fuck does it stop when you actually enjoy the process you know also like I feel like for me my struggle is like what sucks is like I, for a while, I had this nutritionist that I'm actually going to this week. I'm going to him tomorrow. And like, when I started him, I started him in January last year. And he, he's the guy that does like, he helped Chloe Kardashian lose a bunch of weight and whatever. And, and Phil and I come from a very like sports oriented family. So I grew up playing a lot of sports. So we've always been pretty fit, but I gained one year in LA. I just went crazy, like bonkers partying, like gained weight. And so Golia, who's the nutritionist, he really helped me. And like from January to about like, I would say June or so I lost like 
10, it was, actually I would say it was, it was like 13 to 16% of body fat, which was like pretty, pretty good. I was like satisfied, but, I, but at the end of that, like losing whatever, 16%, I still was like unhappy with my body. So I'm like, how, what's the deal with that? Is that like, is it just a long ass, pro- like how long did it take you to lose your weight? Oh yeah. Yeah. Like I lost like 40 pounds in like four or five months, probably. Holy but that was shit. Just- that's wow. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was always like skinny, like my whole life. Like I was always like, I'm five, nine. Like I've always been like a taller girl and I've always been thinner. And like, I just got really depressed and gained a bunch of weight because of that at IU. So like the weight wasn't from like a good place. And so I like threw myself into the gym in this healthy lifestyle and like the weight, like I shedded the weight and stuff, but it's like, I was still insecure because I was still very depressed from the rush process. Like people literally told me, I don't want you in my sorority. I don't want to like live with you. And I had never like literally been told that in my life like that. Like I'm a person that people don't want to be around. And so I felt very like insecure in who I was even though I lost the weight and even though I was going to a new school and I was like following my heart, I felt like who the fuck was I and why didn't people want to be around me? You know? Totally. I, I feel like my struggle is like, at what point is this just like my genetic body type versus Mm -hmm. like, because like, I, I mean, Phil knows I literally like Peloton. I work out. I mean, I've been slacking. I've been eating pizza lately, but like most of the time, like even my roommate knows, like I pretty damn healthy. Like I don't even eat like a lot of carbs like I only have like a cheat meal or two on the weekend whatever I keep it clean and then I like also work out I'll either run or Peloton I'll do the cardio and it's so annoying because it's like I'll never have the instabody body I think instabody body nobody has it like unless you go under the knife like yeah like I mean like that's the thing like it's the instabody body because it's not like literally feasible for anybody who's outside of Instagram like yeah I just admire you because like I can tell that you're like you going to the gym like that makes you feel confident like going to the gym like and and I like that because I don't know even like sometimes I'm a confident ass bitch and sometimes I'm like not happy with my body and I'm like is this just how my body is you know what I mean we love seeing uh girls at the gym it's it's like the best place to see girls seeing them get after it it's like so hot that's tea. No, like, okay, so like, I riddle me this bitch. Like, I've been going to the gym every day for over three years. I have never had a guy approach me at the gym. It's like, do I have a massive <laughs> well, ass no. long? Like, what's happening? I mean, what are we supposed to, like, how are we supposed to approach you when, like, are you in the treadmill? Like, do we just come up when you're running on the treadmill or what? Yeah, I guess, I guess, I guess. <laughs> but it's like, dude, like, I mean, like, people constantly are like, oh, like, admire your energy, confident ass bitch. But like, I have lived in New York City for over three years and I've been approached once in real life by a guy. Like, that brings me to the whole dating app thing but we don't even need to get into that but like yeah guys and like say they love it but I think that it's like a double standard sometimes with women to see like how confident they are in their bodies at the gym and then be put off by that in a sense like respect it from afar like I I appreciate your grind but like I don't want to fuck with you like that well what do you what advice do you have for someone like me that I'm like I feel like I'm working my ass off and like even if I do like shed a few pounds or whatever like someone that's like how do I just accept the fact that this is my body and I need to love it yeah yeah like I think that like I'm still in the process of doing it myself but like there's like small victories every day you know it's like putting on those pants and like loving the way you feel in them and it's like recording yourself doing like one minute of planks and the next week it's doing one minute and 30 minutes seconds of planks it's like those small victories are going to make you proud of yourself like people constantly ask me like 
how do you build confidence in the gym? How do you build motivation? And it's like, I genuinely love it. I don't do it for how I look anymore because I realized I will never be satisfied with the way I look because society will like impose standards. Like I just have to enjoy the process. Do you set a lot of goals going to the gym? uh, No, like very loose with my goals because like the thing is, is people are constantly like, how are you so motivated? And I'm like, it's like flossing my fucking teeth. I just do it every day. Yeah. It's not like I'm building. It's not like I'm building towards something. Right. You know? It's just part. It's just part of your life now. Yeah, it's part of my life. Like I answer emails on the treadmill, the stair climber. Like it's routine. Yeah, I feel like I look forward to like my hour, like off my off of work. Like I'm not in work mode. I'm just like enjoying the, my time on the cardio machine, whatever it is. Yeah. But yeah. Phil, I'm interested to see like us talking about this like body stuff like the girls deal with like do guys ever talk about this shit like our bodies yeah like I feel like a big thing with girls is like trying to get your body right and like always oh, not, yeah. be- not not loving yourself and like not loving the way you Definitely. look do guys do that oh, for sure everybody always I mean guys looking themselves in the mirror with their shirts off and they're like oh, I gotta get bigger I gotta get my chest up and it's the same thing but I think you guys are just more like because of like the, all the insta baddies and everything we're not like jealous of noah beck and his i mean a little bit but we're not all, like <laughs> that's not what we want to be necessarily and then, like i guess the insta baddies like the goal for girls maybe yeah it's just Respect. so annoying i feel like it's the whole instagram thing's tough that's why i love like your yeah. tiktoks because i'm like i know this is how you actually look well i actually made this tiktok today and it was like me and these leggings and i was like love the picture then i went and posted this picture on instagram and i was like this is not the same body, bitch. And I screenshot it. And I was like going back and forth, back and forth versus my TikTok, which is a video of my body and the Instagram, which is a picture of my body. And I'm like, so it fucks you up in the head, bro. And it's just like, at some point, like I love the outfits I wear more than I love the way my body looks a lot of times. So like, that's a victory in itself, you know? Like, oh, those that's are those a good small... way to put it. I like that. Yeah, like, like I, I like people think it's a fucked up way to think about it, but like my body is literally a vessel and it takes me where I need to go and it wears what I want it to wear. Like it's a fucking avatar. Like, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Okay, sorry I had to dive in that. I was just genuinely curious. And obviously the gym videos are so like big on your TikTok. Let's dive into TikTok. How the heck did you start? Like, were you a user first? When did you even start your account? Yeah, so like I had TikTok like a minute ago, like a year or two ago for like a few weeks and I I made one video and it was like just me like literally flexing my body and like clothes and it blew up, like got like 20,000 views. And I was like, yo, this is fucking insane. Like my first video got 20,000 views. And I was like, I peaked and I deleted the app and I was like, I'm never touching this shit again. (laughs) I peaked. no literally like all the kids from my town were like that was crazy bro that was fucking insane like 20,000 views and then yeah so I deleted it and I never thought about it again I was like I got my claim to fame I can leave this fucking app now and um life went by I like had a few things happen in my life and I decided to delete all social media for six months and I went completely off the grid got super depressed really, really depressed from being out off social media completely. Like I thought like I was gonna live in fucking obscurity and like go live in the woods in the middle of fucking New York City and survive <laughs> without social media. And then I like uh, got really depressed and I was like, you know, and I also lost my job and I was like, I need to make money. And so I was like, I wonder if I can leverage TikTok to plug my Depop. And so I was like, let me start trying to make videos again and then I can push my Depop. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then what I came back two and a half months ago, and it, it's been crazy since. Wait, what? What's what's Depop? It's like an online. It's like eBay, but for Insta Oh, okay. It's okay. like Poshmark. 
but for instagram so you sell sell clothes yeah yeah that was well i had sold clothes like a year or two ago like when i first got got to new york and it was like very successful and i was like paying my rent doing that and then i stopped for a bit like i was working at like a fintech startup and then like i was like let me start it again because i am broke (laughs) wait so you started your your tiktok again only two months ago yeah, tune. It's been it'll Shut be three the months. Fuck yeah. Up. yeah, crazy. And you've blown up that much. How how many followers are you at? I think I'm at like 380 right now, 380,000. Holy <laughs> shit. Okay, why do you think you blew up so quickly? Like what is the key to success here for you? Oh my gosh, being genuine. Just being like being honest because like I mean like I can be happy, but I can also be sad on there like people like it's just not showing face. Like it's just like literally just being real. Yeah, I feel like you you don't really give a fuck, and that's what like so many girls like try to do, but you actually do it, which is pretty sick. You give zero fucks. <laughs> yeah, no fucks. I mean, that was the problem. That's been the problem like my whole life is that like I cannot lie, like I cannot be fake, and like in situations like Rush and at IU, that didn't work in my favor, and it's finally like panning out well, which is amazing. Do you feel like they're like getting a little bit more technical? Were there little things that you did though to? kind of make it make the TikToks do better like yeah yeah in the beginning I would like release a shit ton it's kind of like market testing you know because when I was working at this fintech startup it's like we put feelers out there see what did well and we pull everything back and only put out the successful shit and so that's what I was doing in the beginning like for 50k to 100k I was like hmm I'm gonna put out like 20 feelers and then whatever does well I'll keep it up and then tomorrow I'll work on all the things that did successful and I'll move forward with those but also like in the same vein as like market testing with videos I also only record in the app. I don't record outside of the app. There's no editing. Like people think that that's crazy that like I, it, it takes away the genuineness. If you go out of the side of the app and you slice and dice these fucking videos, like it's all real time. Like I've recorded all on TikTok. How many videos when you started, were you posting a day? And mm. how many now are you posting a day? I don't know. It was definitely over five a day, but sometimes it'll be 30. Like it's always varied. How do you come up with so many different ideas? I, there's no ideas. It's just my life. Like, it's you're just like a just, live stream. You're recording. All right. Yeah, like, people, like, somebody today was like, I don't know how you're not exhausted. And I'm like, people didn't believe me. Like, I do, like, probably at least eight tasks a day. Like, gym, tan, school, meetings, emails, thrifting, whatever the fuck you mean. Like, I do it all in one day. And people didn't believe me that, like, from the moment I wake up, like, I don't sit down. And literally all I do now is just press timer on TikTok, record it, go about my task. And Yeah. So do you record like your little bit though? Do you ever record and then you're like, oh, I could have said that a little bit better or I could have like, I could redo that to add more like information or whatever. Like you don't redo it ever. No, I don't, I don't ever redo it. Like the thing is, is like anytime I've ever tried to redo it, it's like, like really contrived. Like it's like really like, cause I am not like an actress who can like recite lines. Like I'm a living, breathing person. And like, I just have things to say. You know? See, I feel like I'm definitely a hybrid. Like there's a lot of times where in app, I'm with you on the in app thing. I totally agree. I think it's way more candid and I try to do as much as I can in app. The only time I don't do in app is if I'm like repurposing like an Instagram story or like something like that. But sometimes I'll record and it'll be good. And like, I'm just like, whatever, I don't forking care. I'm going to upload it. But also sometimes I'll record and then I'm like, ah, oh, I forgot this thought. I'm going to re-record it and add that like piece in and then do it. You never do that. 
So like something I found interesting, like one time we were talking, you said like, it's really interesting to figure out what people want to know about you. You know, like it's really interesting to have, like yes. understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like the th- people aren't interested in how my body looks or if my face looks good or if my hair is done well. They want to know what like I want to say. I mean, that's what's been received well. You know, the things that I want to say. So if it doesn't come to precipice right away, it's not important. Like I would be like, oh, I should have included the brand of the shoes nobody ends up fucking caring like literally it's crazy like they actually just want to hear like you like what actually comes to the fucking dome straight off the dome like they actually just care about that okay so we're gonna pause the episode really quickly so i can talk about literally one of my favorite things on the planet anchor so if you haven't heard about anchor before it's basically the easiest way to make a podcast period. Let me just explain to you what they have. First of all, it's free, which like nothing's free anymore. So I feel like that's already your number one winner. Second of all, there's like all these different creation tools on the platform where you can make your own podcast and like you can record and edit it right from your phone or your computer, which is like crazy because you don't need all this fancy equipment. And like I said, it's free. So you're saving money that way too. And then my personal favorite thing about Anchor and like the main reason why I use it is because Anchor will literally distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on all different platforms that like basically any podcast can be distributed. So it can be heard through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. Google Podcasts, and many, many more. So all you do is submit your podcast link and they literally distribute it everywhere for you, which is incredible. And overall, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So it's super easy. I can't recommend it enough. I personally use this every week and I just love it so much. I recommend it to every one of my friends that wants to start a podcast. Even my brother uses it. So it's very user-friendly and I definitely recommend. So be sure to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So don't miss your opportunity to make an awesome podcast and download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thank you so much to apartments.com for sponsoring this episode of Making Moves. Apartments.com believes a dishwasher does more than just clean plates. It turns your whole place into a time machine by turning the time you would have spent washing dishes into extra time for you. That could mean more time to read, more time to knit, or more time to contemplate the vastness of time itself. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live with an elusive dishwashing slash time-expanding device is easy. Apartments.com hosts the most rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, 
indoor or outdoor. You can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings. But I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Let's get back into the episode. Hope you're enjoying it so far. Are most of your followers your age? Would you say? Oh, I literally didn't have, haven't even checked my goddamn analytics once this whole process until like today when somebody asked for a screenshot of them. And I was like, you can do that. Like that's, that's crazy, bro. I, 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 apparently they're like 16 to 23 or I get DMs from like 39 year olds being like, I'm 39. I live in Brooklyn, but I act like a 27 year old and we should hang. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. So you literally just, whatever comes to mind you're like, okay, I'm going to record a TikTok or is it just like, oh, this is part of my routine. Let me record it kind of thing. Yeah, no, like sometimes like I find like, like literally like if you look, uh, like I'll force myself to be like, oh, let's do a Zoom video. And I'm like, it won't do well. It won't do well if I do that. Like anytime I've tried to remake a trend or force myself to do a video, it flops. And like, sometimes I'll just be like, I'm going to use this whisk. Like I have this whisk that this PR company just sent me and I'm like, I'm going to make scramble bags with it. Like it's a fucking manic bot. And yeah. then it ends up getting like 200 K. Like if I have spent more than 15 minutes, like coming up with the idea, it doesn't do well ever. So you're just on the fly. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, okay. Here's the other thing is like, I could record on the fly, but the other thing is like, sometimes I'm at work and I like can't record on the fly. So I'll just like write my idea down and record it the next day when I'm home. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, I, like, used to, like, do that in the beginning, like, write down lines. I thought were really funny, like, like, being like, oh, like, everybody in New York wants to give you a job, but nobody wants to pay you what you're worth. Like, okay, that sounds like a fucking Hallmark card. Like, that's not a TikTok <laughs> video. Like, it doesn't work. Like, cool sentiment, bitch. It's not a fucking video. Like, that's, that's what happens. Like, I find myself, because I'm so dry in delivery, it doesn't work. Versus you, you're very charismatic. And, like, you, you like, have empathy through the camera. Versus with me, it gets lost. Like, different deliveries sure. work for different people, is what you're saying. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also think that, like, sometimes, though, it can stunt you, being a certain type of person versus another one. Like, there's, like, like being the type of person I am, like, I can make any fucking video. Nobody is surprised. But if I say wanted to make a serious video, like my mental health is struggling or like I struggle with the gym, people would be like, shut the fuck up, Victoria. Nobody gives a fuck. Like make me laugh, bitch. Like, I got it. I got it. Okay. I want to dive into how we kind of met because I think it's a funny story. So guys, I found Victoria on TikTok and I think I commented on a few of your things and then you followed me so then I dm'd you or no I dm'd you on Instagram yeah you dm me on Instagram then I like stopped your page and then I didn't I like didn't see your comments but I saw when you dm me and I was like oh this bitch looks cool that's how I was I was like oh my god this bitch looks cool I want to follow her. <laughs> but I knew you I can't I couldn't dm you yet on TikTok so I dm'd you on Instagram mm-hmm, and then we yeah. started chatting and literally she made a TikTok she was like what the fork are like podcasts like what's the deal with it I'm so confused. People are asking me, like, do I need to be paid? <laughs> and she just sent me her own TikTok and was like, help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's very much. Yeah. On DM. Yeah. No, I be- was like, 
I think I was like, oh my God, I wish I could audio message you. Let me do it on Instagram. And I start sending her a bunch. She's like, dude, just text me or call me. And I was like, perfect. Like my type of gal. So I FaceTime her while I was on the Peloton for like an hour and we like hit it off. For sure. Yeah. Like that's how I feel it is with me. Like I either like feel the connection or I don't with people. You also mentioned you have a, on my Peloton ride, you also mentioned you have a guy friend that you FaceTime sometimes about TikTok stuff. I can't keep my men straight. No, Jonathan, Jonathan, Jonathan. You got, you got, you got too many of them. No, dead ass. Like I got hoes. <laughs> they be doing my work for me and I Let love them. Let me do my roster, baby. So how did that connection start? Like, why are you so, I feel like a lot of people especially in LA are like weird with like sharing ideas or like helping each other out or like content not really my friend group but you know people are signing like that like why are you so willing to like make connections and like help each other because I feel like our conversation was so like helpful for both of us like we were like throwing out business ideas and like brand deals things and stuff like that but why like, are you so I'm not yeah I'm not though like I'm not like that was special with you like I do that with like a finite number oh, really? of people like not trying to throw tea or shade I know who I'll like and I know who I don't and I'm a very good judge of character and I've always been like with Jonathan like we hit it off right away we started chatting like I will be like I'll give you everything or nothing like that's just the way I am got it so you're very just straightforward yeah for sure like I just can't like lie like that like I like people or I don't same honestly I can definitely turn it on but like I'm way more it's it just comes off way more genuine obviously when I like am actually intrigued by someone or I like want to be genuine friends wait I have a question though why were you like oh this like I'm down to give this girl a chance with me like being friends I don't know honestly like I literally didn't even watch your TikTok I didn't watch your TikTok. I just saw your Instagram. And then I think your first message was, was very kind. Like it was very like personable. Like a lot of people read well via, a lot of people do not read well via message. Oh, like really? a lot of people, a lot of people what lack, message you? a lot of people lack empathy. Like they lack like conviction when they write things. And like when you can write with conviction, I find that very compelling and I'm more inclined to respond. Yeah. I feel like even when I'm texting you, I feel like we have very similar ways of texting. Like I hate when people send paragraphs oh yeah yeah, yeah. I, i'm like i can't read that i'm gen z like <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah what's yeah, a paragraph yeah. the like, fucking elevator pitch yes i need the like... lines the lines the lines anyway what has it been like gaining all these followers especially like kind of celebrity or well-known influencer followers well i think it's like crazy because like i've been getting stopped in the street a lot like every time i go to do something i get stopped and like somebody physically stopped me yesterday at the grocery store like grabbed me and i was like and then like yesterday I'm working out and like all these people keep looking at me and I'm like why are they looking at me why are they looking at me I check my DM request and it's like pictures of me people took pictures of me at the gym like that's then crazy sent them to me didn't say anything to me and it's like if you come up to me and you're nice like let's have let's talk let's chat we can be friends but it's like hard and like I've gotten messages from people in my building being like I see you how dare you go on our roof and post TikToks how dare you talk about our landlord like like threatening shit from people what? in my building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like people are fucking crazy. Do they go to school? Uh, with you? They're like the same age. They don't go to my school. Yeah, they're definitely probably just jealous. I don't oh, know. 100%. Like, Speaking of, what has it been like? Have you had any encounters with like jealousy yet just growing so fast? Because I know everyone deals with that growing fast. I definitely yeah, did. Yeah. I mean, it's mostly been positive, honestly. Like it's mostly been really positive. Like, but motherfuckers be coming out of the woodwork like no other. Like, what's good, bitch? We were friends in 2016, 2009. I remember, like, we went to elementary school and had friends together. Like, I don't know who the fuck you are. Please hop off my dick for a second. Like, I'm trying to breathe. <laughs> like, <laughs> you read all the comments on your TikTok? Every single comment I read. Really? 
Do you get sad yeah. about some of them? I, I was just gonna say it like would be no, worse. Really? They're so That's weak. Good. Like if somebody was like, you fucking uh you look like Adam Sandler and like goddamn Noah 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 <laughs> Hitler, whatever the fuck his name is, Jonah Hill had a baby. I would cry probably, but they're not even that creative. They're usually like, You're fat. And I'm like, okay, and bitch, and like yeah. go off. Like <laughs> they're not good. They're not good hate comments. Like I would like if somebody really like drafted me up like a well-worded like hate comment, I would probably like flinch but like they're not usually has anyone followed you that you've geeked out about and emma chamberlain followed me i definitely geeked out on that because i was like what does this mean like what does this mean that's so cool because she's like so cool well i feel you've met her right before like i have and i i've met her twice and they were both in work settings and she is like i i don't know her well at all like literally like she probably wouldn't even know my name she might recognize my face but she's so so kind like every time we meet it's like you don't she doesn't even act like she's like a celebrity at all she's just like oh my god hi like how are you like so personable and like chill and like she never gives you the vibe like I'm superior to you which I love because a lot of people like with an Instagram following like 30k like definitely give that vibe yeah no like that's dope like I honestly think like since this all happened like the numbers don't mean anything anymore. Like at this point, like I don't, I can't even fathom it. Like it doesn't make sense to me. And like, I think that I've always respected her from afar because she seems like that kind of person. So hearing that from you, like affirms more that she's like a dope person. And then when she followed me, I was like, what the fuck is happening? Like she just got real. Did you, do you like- you feel pressure to, to keep making TikToks or are you just like, if you don't feel it one day, you just not post it? So, like, when I was, before I had TikTok and shit, like, I was, like, geeked the fuck out, because I was, like, dude, I'm graduating, I got, like, 20 grand in debt, like, I have no job on the table, like, and I would have these mini fucking heart, like, papillations and heart, like, anxiety attacks, like, randomly, like, once a week, once a day, about, like, this impending future that was coming, and I, now I get that about TikTok. And <laughs> now, like, there'll be, like, 30 <laughs> seconds in a day where it's, like, bitch, this is all going to crash and burn, and you're not going to have a job, and you're going to be irrelevant, and you're going to be a washed-up creator. <laughs> and, like, I get that sometimes. But it's the exact same anxiety I got about getting a goddamn 9 to 5. No, you definitely aren't going anywhere soon. You're just you're just getting started. We shall see. Yeah. Only two months in. It's crazy. Yeah. You're on X Games <laughs> mode right now. <laughs> she goes stupid and crazy. Tell Victoria about one of your friends that knew who she was and freaked out that we were gonna collab. Yeah, so, so one of my best friends, his girlfriend apparently follows you on TikTok and is a big fan. And I guess she saw um, did you do you did a TikTok saying you were going on Taylor's podcast? Mm-hmm. yeah and she was like oh my, she told her Nate she was like oh my god I can't believe that they're she's gonna talk to her like I love her she's like so funny and she was so hype <laughs> does she know that you were gonna talk to me Victoria too uh, I think Sapal did and yeah. Lexi did I actually had a bunch of people DM me they're like holy shit you're gonna collab with Victoria this is so epic like I can't wait to hear the pod blah 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 which is cool because one I think it's cool that they wanted to hear like us together. Like that was exciting, but also it just shows how like dedicated and excited your audience is to hear like a long interview with you. You know what I mean? The Victorians. The Victorians. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, they're crazy. (laughs) The, in LA, when you come, there's this, one of my favorite bars in LA is called the Victorian and it's the sickest place and we have to go. I'm ready. I'm ready. And get a a photo outside by the sign. 
Listen, listen to this bitch. My ass turned 21. I still haven't been to a goddamn bar. What the fuck is uh, happening? That's terrible. Right? Like, uh. I think you and Phil have like similar. When's your birthday, Victoria, again? April 10th. So you're an Aries. Hmm. Are you Taurus? I don't, I don't know. You should that know is I don't, I'm not. I'm not into the whole um, manifesting and the. the you went to the stock market? Stuff. <laughs> oh yeah there we go <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah 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 you're either into one or the other bitch <laughs> you're either into manifesting or the stock market <laughs> yeah 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 like elon or fucking e bitch like yeah. i can't help you <laughs> Game, GameStop to the moon baby yeah <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Victoria, are you into like horoscope shit Oh, 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 I'm into it all. <laughs> like, I'm into, oh, no. I wrote my senior thesis on the history of astrology, but I am deep in the fucking Reddit discords about the fucking, like, all this investment shit. Like, I'm in, I'm in both fucking pots. Like, I'm here and I'm there. Like, I, I got like it. it I got it. I love it. <laughs> the one thing that has kept me sane throughout the 75 hard challenge, and more importantly, has kept me hydrated the most is liquid iv y'all when i tell you i literally crave liquid iv like the lemon lime flavor lives rent free in my head first of all it just always quenches my thirst but it is perfectly sour and has that tangy taste to it and it's just so good like a nice cold crisp glass of liquid iv oh my gosh Mwah! sounds so good whether you hydrate to live or live to hydrate, Liquid IV quenches your thirst faster than water alone with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness, all in a single sugar-free stick. So I actually just taste tested all of the flavors for you guys, the pear, the white peach, the green grape, and the lemon lime. And I have to tell you, I still think lemon lime is my favorite. <laughs> But my second favorite is green grape. And then my third favorite, believe it or not, is pear. I'm actually shocked by how much I like pear. And then in fourth place for me was the white peach. My favorite thing about Liquid IV is how convenient it is, especially because I am always on the go. I am booked and busy, and I'm sure you guys are too. So being able to pack it so easily in a purse or a carry-on or whatever the case is, like my work bag, I always have a Liquid IV in there because throughout my day, I get so thirsty and nothing truly satisfies my thirst craving other than a Liquid IV. Like it is so good. I literally want to make one right now. And listen, drinking water is great. Like I've been drinking so much water while doing the 75 hard challenge, but one stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you way better than water alone. And I love it because I feel like it actually revives me. And the best part about it is that there's no artificial sweeteners and zero sugar. However you hydrate, grab your liquid IV hydration multiplier, sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco, or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use code TK at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code TK at liquidiv.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Families have a lot going on. 
Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Wait, so what do you want to do like with all of this social media stuff? Like in your head, are you like, dang, like this could be my career? Like I want to take it seriously and like make money? Like, is that something you want to do? Oh my gosh. When I was younger, I like didn't even see myself past 16. I was like, I'm like in my mind, I had imagined that I was going to be taken out by some force. (laughs) Like some external force was going to take me out of this goddamn earth. Like I was convinced. So that's why like, like growing up, I had so many issues picking out a college, picking out a major, picking out a job, because I just never could see myself past today. Like it was so hard for me. And so people constantly are like, what do you want to do? What do you want to be? And I'm like, I don't even know what I'm doing today, bitch. Like, it's hard, but I don't, I don't, I don't know what I want to do with it at all. Like I was talking to a manager today for the first time and she's like, what are your two-year goals? And I was like, what the fuck? I don't know. (laughs) And she's like, well, what are your two-week goals? And I was like, to make a lot of fucking videos. (laughs) Like, And she's like, oh, go viral. Yeah. Yeah. Like I want to go stupid and crazy. Like (laughs) That's all I want. Wait, were you talking to the one that you were telling me about? Yeah. 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 Did it go well? Yeah, it was really good. Like it was like, so I had spoken to another creator I know who was signed to the same manager or same like umbrella company, different Mm -hmm. manager. And he had a totally different experience. And I was like, oh, mine was like totally different. It's really hard figuring out what the point of reference is as a creator, because it's a very ambiguous field pay wise and like all that stuff, which we were talking about. It's funny when you're finding a manager, like it's, it's almost like you're finding like a career mom in a way. Oh like, gosh. <laughs> yeah. That's but like, scary. if you think about it though, like I talk to my managers more than I talk to my friends a day. Oh, so have, really? Yeah. Oh fuck. <laughs> yeah. So you have to like, not, not that we're like FaceTiming, but like I text them more than I literally text some of my friends. So just like, keep that into consideration when you're finding one like do I even want to text this person do I want to take phone calls with this person a lot because you're in communication with them all the time yeah no you were you were really helpful with those kind of things I feel like it's important to like have friends like that's why I love like that we've gotten like closer or talking more and more because like if you don't have other people who have your back or other people who give you honest advice you're not going to get anywhere which by the way I spoke with my manager today and she said she would be open to talking to you, which Fuck is yeah. honestly very, it's that's a really hey. good thing because she's very picky about who she brings on. Yeah. Shout yeah, out. Yeah. Shout out my management. I, I, I personally love them. Obviously I'm biased, but I think she was like, oh yeah, I already follow her and I love her videos. She said that. And I was like, oh, sweet. Perfect. Dead. Yeah. No, I'm down to talk to her. I think that it's important to shop around. It's like when you're getting a doctor, Definitely. like you never should accept the first offer. <laughs> Definitely. And I was going to tell you too, like always take the phone call. Always. Yeah. No, no, no. I agree. Yeah, no, that was, it's an interesting experience, like pay wise, like this field, because like, if I would say, take this seriously, I'm gonna need some money soon, because I got rent, like, I I got loans, like, let's get it (laughs) popping. Do you have any questions, like, kind of what we were, like, talking about on our FaceTime, like, do you have any, like, business questions for, like, as a new creator, like, what are you confused about, like, what are you shocked by, what are you scared of, like, things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, I definitely have questions for you. Like, like, when, when, 
when do you walk away? Because like there will be email chains and they'll be like, oh, show me this. I'll give you this. And it's like, dude, you're not worth my fucking time at this point. Like, I think as a creator, like you can spread yourself too thin. When do you decide what's worth your time? When do you like walk away from like an email chain? Not even like, when do you walk away from a video that's failing? When do you walk away from like an outfit that like makes you feel like shit? Like when do you decide to like step out of this creator role and become a human, you know? Like if that makes sense. Oh gosh, that is so tough. Like Um, I feel like you do it well though. Like you don't live and breathe this shit. Like you have a life, you have your brother involved in this. Like it would be so hard to get family involved for me. I feel like I... I don't and I do, but I feel like my balance is almost healthy because I, my, my brand is so authentically me that like, like the shit I show in my videos is stuff I'm actually excited to like tell someone. So it just so happens to, instead of me like FaceTiming a friend to show them like my new, my new couch or, you know, FaceTiming, you know, when you come home from shopping and then you want to just like show your dad the clothes you got or your mom, Mm -hmm. whoever it is. instead of sometimes doing that to someone in real life, I just do that to my camera. So I feel like just because my like vlogs and shit are in TikToks are like how I am on a daily basis. It like, I'm I'm doing it all the time, but it's fun for me because that is what I'm excited about. That is my life. And when I catch myself filming something and I'm like this, I'm not even excited to tell them this like I rarely catch myself doing this because I never really pick up the camera when I'm not excited to. Yeah. But if I'm filming and I'm like, I'm not even excited or I, it feels forced. I'm like, oh my God, I just, I stop or I like edit it out because I'm like, if I'm not having a good time, like that, that'll be able to be shown across on camera and like people will be like, okay, no, like yeah. people will click out. So something, um, something else I think that's yeah. like, I really wanted to ask you is, so you've obviously worked for like a notable YouTuber and you've seen like her career span long-term versus on TikTok, what happens is people are like stars. They shine really bright and they die, you know? Like they like fucking rocket out of orbit. Nobody gives a fuck. So it's like, do you, do you ever, like, I know for me, like I worry like this could be a one week thing, a two month thing, a three month thing, two years. Having seen somebody who's taken it and made a lifestyle out of it, do you ever worry that this is just gonna end for you one day and it's gonna be out of your control? I mean, of course, yeah. One, I would say it's really like, even though it's probably caused you a lot of stress and anxiety to have those thoughts, I think it's also smart and realistic to have those thoughts because it like helps you. Like Alicia says, the number one thing that's kept her relevant. I mean, the girl has literally been on YouTube for I think like 13, 14 years and been like relevant. You know what I mean? Like not even just like, oh, like like people still know who she is. She's still that bitch on YouTube. You know what I mean? So I think the biggest thing that she's done and she'll say this to to you is that she has been so willing to evolve. So for for instance, when TikTok came out, she was like, instead of being like, oh, another platform I have to get on, blah, 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 which every creator does. They love to blame platforms. She just jumped right on and was like, all right, let's full send on TikTok. You know what I mean? Like she just is willing to adapt. And I think when she hired me, she was like, oh, I love that you're like such a Gen Z because like you're teaching me all the little like lingo. Like I'm like doing this weird shit with my hands. I'm like, like that. I can't even explain or like the Debbie Ryan, like um, hair thing. And I'm like, 
Yes, literally. I'm like literally dice rolling all the time in her house. And she's like, what's that? She's like, I feel like as much as I'm learning from her, like she's learning a lot from me in like that regard. So yeah. I think just being willing to evolve and like jump on the next thing instead of being like a hater of it and being like, oh, I already, I, I'm already perfect. I already have YouTube figured out. That's what served her so well. Mm-hmm. And she's so forking good at diversifying her brand. So like she has her YouTube, her like main channel is a brand and then her like blog channel is a brand then her tiktoks are a brand and like now her podcast with her best friend that's like a beast is a brand like pretty basic they just came out with a palette with Tarte. she's doing a bunch of other other projects that i can't talk about right now but she's so good at like diversifying i know that's such an annoying ass influencer thing to say she's so willing to like diversify and oh she's just always open to hearing what other opportunities there are which i think a lot of people think once they gain a following, they're like, oh no, I have this figured out, like kind of thing. The thing is, is I think it's like, uh, to put like, t- I totally agree with everything you're saying. I think it's crucial. I actually wrote this list being yesterday saying things you need to know if you want to be a successful Instagram influencer. And it goes, willing to apologize, willing to change, willing to be wrong, willing to share your experiences, all these fucking yes. whack ass things yes, I wrote yes, down yes. at 8 a.m. But what I think is very interesting is that like I just had a thought where it's like if you think about like a normal marketing job like that's your only source of income like really rich people talk about what you need seven streams of income to really be diversifying and constantly be growing your wealth and like all that kind of shit or three whatever how many streams of income if the fucking person who is a teacher or uh, works at a marketing agency loses their job they lose everything they have for a period of time if creating stops I'll just get another fucking job that's how I feel like I think that puts it in perspective you know yeah and like for you you're a little different but for someone that is smaller just starting out and they like want their full-time job to be an influencer I was just saying this on a clubhouse today like you need to like like there's no shame in having a real person job like I have a real person job even though it's like super creative and super fun and I love it like doesn't mean that I don't have a real person job like I go to work every day from 10 to 6 like I'm I'm busy at work when I'm at work like when my manager is bugging me at work I'm like bro I'm at work I can't do this right now kind of thing yeah like I'm I'm off the grid in regards to like play time but when I get home I have my five to nine which is when I like create my own content or on the weekends like that's the only day I can film and I think if you're a creator who's trying, who like has hardly any followers and you're not making much money, like have your real person job until like you literally can't, can't, you're, you're being so flooded with like creator and influencer stuff that you can't have your real person job. And that's when, you know, you'll be ready to do it by yourself. Yeah, I agree. I think but you're different because you're big. Shut the fuck up. I think it's like different. I think it's different. I think what I think is really interesting is y'all like this little family dynamic here. Like I think that like we're taking like fucking Kelly School of Business and fucking like Insta Baddie to a T like over here. And I think that dynamic is really interesting. I want to know, Philip, like what like your thoughts have been coming into this as someone who like hasn't necessarily been entrenched in the socials like that. Great question. Yeah, it's definitely uh different I've definitely gotten used to it but uh when she started kind of blowing up it was a little bit weird like being recorded all the time and I I tried to make some videos I make a few TikToks they're not very good but I try it but it's definitely cool uh coming on the podcast it's it, she asked me to come on we we did po- podcast in the in the beginning when it was just her and it was just a lot of fun I enjoyed it and she doesn't really have like a a normal guy 
perspective, like normal straight guy. So I feel like just it's a it's a hole that was missing from her thing, I guess she could say, and it's it's a lot of fun. Well, a lot yeah, of my like a lot of my followers, like I talk about like trolling men a lot, like on my YouTube channel, or like. Mm. Or I'll just talk about like, yeah, I went on this date, like he was so weird. Like I'll just like reference dating, which I feel like a lot of surprisingly, a lot of influencer people don't, they keep it very private. But I, I more so talk about like the process. I'm not like saying like John Doe did this. I'm just like, talk about my experience or like, I'll just reference like guys, like today I made a TikTok and I was like, why do guys use flags as decor? Like like I was just talking uh, about that. but like all girls are like they, they think that's funny I'm like why why are there flags everywhere I don't get it and it like has become a part of my brand and like of course the polls like me asking questions about like dating stuff so girls on my demographics primarily girls but they all want to know like what guys actually think that's why Phil was such a good addition because he's like the normal guy frat guy like athlete in college finance you know what I mean that like girls want to know yeah, 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 the yeah, actual yeah, tea yeah. from I don't know like Phil what do you think about like I know there's a point where I was like growing a little bit like when did you go from like oh yeah my sister I don't really know what she's doing as a job to like yeah my sister is an influencer like what like where you were like confident in telling people about it I want to know like, this really fucking bad versus, I want like, to know. <laughs> versus like I'm kind of confused honestly what my sister does like was there That's a my family right for, now? Because in my head, like it's so clear to me when I became confident in it. But like yeah. I used to hate explaining what I did to people because they would be like, "What?" Yeah, probably the the first moment I realized, like, "Holy crap!" Like this is real. Is probably when she got started with her brand deals, and she would get products just from people. Like I remember the Stella, like all the Stella we <laughs> you had in your fridge, and I was like, "What the heck? Why are they sending you this?" And then I was like, "Wow, this is actually pretty cool." Like. I get made fun of all the time. My friend, oh, you're just living off your sister. She's just on Instagram posting pictures. I bet, I bet, I I bet. No, like, no, they respect the hustle, but like, obviously I get made fun of a little bit for it, but they don't understand like all the cool things that come with it. So I think it's it's always like a little bit of a jealousy thing, but because we actually did a poll in our group me, uh, we're we're big poll guys. And it was, would you be drop everything to, be a sway boy right now and it was like 28 said yes and four said no so it was it was pretty funny fuck yeah bro so i'd be ma- a sway majority, boy in a heartbeat yeah majority yeah. of them said yeah yeah did you make the and poll? i was like then why are you and then i was like why are you making fun of me when i try to make a tiktok and i try to do stuff and they're like that is just that i make such it a real thing yeah. yeah yeah so um, many people fear posting for those exact reasons that their friends are totally. gonna make fun of them like fuck yeah. off <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I used I, to kind of be scared to post stuff, but Taylor just always begs me, just like, who cares mentality? Like, if I like to do it, why not do it? Like, I'm going to be up in your comments so like, Philip, Philip, <laughs> drop it right now. It's been yeah. an hour. Like, I need a second video. Come on, <laughs> King. Like, I need content. Wait, yeah, Victoria. Yeah, me, give me some more followers. <laughs> Victoria, what advice? Because I literally feel like there's such a gap okay first of all Jonathan the lawyer guy on TikTok he did mm-hmm. such a great job because there's such a gap in like the straight guy post undergrad like life like there's hardly any influencers there's hardly any straight guys really on like that aren't like milk boys you know what I mean like yeah, 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 there's either yeah, like yeah. psycho milk boys vlog squad and then there's like this huge gap Incels. <laughs> no 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 so I'm like what advice would you give Phil like what kind of videos realistically do you think he should make like how often should he be posting 
if he kind of wants us to do a thing, yeah. but he's nervous because, like, obviously the frat's, like, gonna be, like, what the fuck, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I have, like, so, like, oh, this is so crazy. Like, when I had, like, 20 or 30k, like, this frat guy who had, like, like, 60k, like, reached out to me. He's like, dude, you're going places. Like, your TikTok is insane. This is, like, the first month on it. And I was like, shut the fuck up. You're just trying to fuck me, bro. Like, hop out of my DMs. <laughs> and he yeah. was like, I'm not joking, bro. He was like, your TikTok is absurd. Like the amount you post, like I really, like he went, he goes to NC State, like this really small TikTok kid. Like he stopped posting TikToks altogether because his frat brothers gave him so much shit. Like because he got shat on so much, but then he just got written up fucking rolling stones for his fucking TikTok on on MF Doom. And his ass stopped making fucking TikToks because he used to get flamed so hard. And like, he didn't get bitches because of it. And I'm like, dude, you gotta, there's this, there's this, um, there's just like a fucking barrier. You're so close. Like you're mining and you're about to get through and you're about to break through and people give up all the time. It's like, yes, that's so true. Sending it. Yeah. Like people, like there's that visual where it's like the guy's mining to the diamond and the diamond's right there. And he's Uh like, fuck it. I've been going so far. Like if it's not working, keep doing it. And if you stop, like, don't (laughs) like, that's all I have to say. And I think that there's no right content for you. It's just yourself you know that's so true and and, and it's funny because every time i i post a tiktok and my friends are in it they'll every like five minutes they'll be like hey how many views you you like uh did this girl like it blah blah blah. they always (laughs) want they always want to know they're always so into it i'm like why were you just shitting on me then for trying to make this yeah yeah it's hard i mean this kind of talks about the jealousy thing though like i've like recently had a lot of problems with my friends like like when i had 50 or 75k everybody told me to stop every single person told me to stop at like the one or two month mark they were like you are the most sensitive person i know you're gonna literally like get like suicidal depressed over this because people were hating on me so much i was like whoa like maybe i should quit and like i was worried about this getting back to my like siblings work and it affecting them and my family and um all my friends told me to stop every single one of my friends told me to stop and i was like wait you guys don't know what the fuck you're talking well, about they all wish you they really don't know what position. the fuck you're talking they you don't know they anything in, they all wish that they were in your position though no 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 yeah. but they were saying like stop taking it so hard like stop getting so butthurt like it's okay to get shit on and be upset it's okay to be sad that somebody said hate comment to tell people to quit and not be sad is bullshit. Like push through it. Like you, you're taking it in stride and it'll make you stronger. Every single hate comment, like makes me more of a better bitch. Like I hate to say <laughs> yeah. it, you know? If they give you hate, that means you're doing something right. Bro, I know they give me hate and then low key, they'd all still fuck me. So like, whatever, yeah. like I don't care. Like I literally don't care. Like honestly. So true. So you don't think there's like, there isn't one video you'd be like, Phil, I would love if you showed this. You just think just like mm-hmm. forking send it. I mean, I think it's so easy to pigeonhole yourself. Like, sure, go for frat content. Sure, go for IU content, Kelly content, finance boy content. Like, why not just do it all? Why not just do every single one of those? You know? Yeah. I've kind of just been doing random stuff just for fun. But some yeah, of them have done, stuff is done good well. Too. Mm-hmm. but it's like it's like what are people interested about you you know like you were saying like what do most what are the first things people ask you about do videos on that yeah so yeah. I was telling Victoria she was like what's the point of a podcast if I'm not getting paid like she was so confused and exactly. I was like I was like welcome to PR Phil <laughs> you told mom this quote from your I think advertising class about it's marketing versus PR do you want to say it do you know what I'm talking about I don't remember what (laughs) you pay for advertising and marketing. You pray for PR Mm. and what that means. I said that maybe mom lied. Maybe it was mom. Go off. (laughs) 
But basically <laughs> the point of that is that with PR, you, the whole point of it is that you can't pay for it. You just hope that someone writes a good story about mm-hmm. you, or you hope that you want people to be talking about you, but you can't really pay anyone except a publicist which helps yeah. PR happen to get, make you relevant or make you noteworthy or like yeah, yeah, yeah. make people want to talk about you. So I was explaining to Victoria why podcasting is good because I was like, for you, it would be awesome because like people would get to know a deeper, like look into you because they get an hour interview instead of this more so like 15 second video where you're just like being crazy and whatever. And also like, for me, I love going on smaller people's podcasts because one, you never know if they're going to blow up one day. And then two, it's good interview practice because you never know one day, maybe you'll be on Fallon or Ellen and you need to have interview practice. And three, the thing I find the most interesting and useful is I'm so interested what the interviewer or host will ask me because that's clearly what they find interesting about me. And that's something I need to know when they're, when they're asking me these questions, like, oh, if they're asking me so much about this, this, and this, maybe I should integrate that stuff into my content because clearly that's what people find interesting about me. So I was explaining that to Victoria and she was like, oh my God, tea. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Like I, like, so when I would consult my friends about what to post on YouTube or on TikTok, they'd be like, Victoria, you have the most insane dating life. Like call her daddy, like all the way, like you need the barstool contract. Like you need to spill a tea on all these men because bitch, I'm a slut. Get me lit. Like, you know, like, but, um, no. And so I was convinced I was like, sex sells. It's time to monetize the bodies. <laughs> like let's bring them out of the fucking closet. And I realized like, not nobody cares like dead ass people in my comments think of a fucking virgin like an incel like up out here like and I was convinced that like my sex life was the most interesting thing about me for before TikTok and I realized like like literally reading your outline and you not asking me about my dating life was quaking to me I was like why is she not asking me why is she like because I think that's one of the most interesting things about me yet nobody on the internet perceives that or cares about that so it's like but do you you share that like bits and pieces, I guess, but I purposely don't because I think that it's like mentally, I think it's interesting, but it's because I'm so caught up in it, like in my personal life. Are, yeah. are you dating somebody right now? Yeah, tell us about yeah, that. Yes, I am dating somebody right now. Yeah, I we're like, we're seeing each other, but like hey. when you think of the content you want to make, like take yourself outside of yourself because you're usually wrong, you know? So true. I was like, today, Victoria and I were texting. She's talking about how she's going to come to LA soon. And she was like, yeah, I'm going with man's. And I was like, you have a boyfriend? She's like, no, a man's. <laughs> Why do you call him? No like, like, like we haven't like DTR'd or anything, but like, I mean, like, uh, labels are hard. <laughs> like, shit. Like, wait, what's your type? I'm so curious. Oh, tall. So like, I'm tall. So like six foot or more brown hair, brown eyes, tan. And that's it really. Oh, like. I, I fuck with Ivy boys. I fuck with Ivy boys. They gotta be smart. Like I'm yeah, I agree. for a smart boy. Yeah, and successful. They gotta be successful. So how did you meet this guy? Hinge. Oh, are you a hinge user? You're you're all over Big the hinge girl. Uh, all over the dating apps. I'm monogamous for hinge bitch I am a ride or die you will not catch my ass on bumble I'm monogamous for hinge. Like, <laughs> I am a ride or die for that h that bitch like I love wait her. you need to get a hinge sponsorship uh no because that's the thing like that's like that's not interesting to most 
13 to 23 year olds like they'll text their friend if they want dating advice like I think that there's like such a short shelf life for dating advice I don't think people want dating dating. advice from you I think they want to hear the crazy shit that happens in your dating life so like I know but then like I worry like you said that you roast guys and that you're missing that like guy perspective that your brother provides Mm -hmm. it's like do you worry that stunts your dating life yeah but I I don't like it's not call her daddy status. I'm just like, I'm making fun yeah. of the flags in the room or like, like it's yeah, just like yeah. surface level shit. My shit would probably be call her daddy status and I yeah, don't I def- do that at all. Like, like I definitely that's keep whack. the really juicy stuff to my friends. But if there's something that's like crazy that like I can kind of be vague or lighthearted with online and it provides a good story, it's like, why not? So my friends always ask me what to say to guys so since I noticed they're asking me so much in real life I'm like oh my god I should start giving advice on my like YouTube channel so that's why like a lot of my girlfriends come to me for dating advice I don't know why I don't have a forking boyfriend but I do (laughs) like I do mess around with guys a lot like I'll just like I always have someone I'm texting or like randomly Mm -hmm. FaceTime or whatever I always have someone that I'm like you know whatever with I noticed all of my girlfriends were like asking me advice or about dating and just in general and like how to talk to guys and whatever and I think luckily because I grew up with Phil and like all of his friends around me 24 7 like I I've accumulated a lot you heard of, like, all of our stories oh my god they're so ridiculously <laughs> open with me that like I'm like girl I know the tea so I think that's why all my yeah. friends come to me and I'm here to give it like just give you a little extra insight on my YouTube videos like hey, by the way, they don't like it when you do this. Like, I'm not like out here, call her daddy, like ruining people's lives yeah. on my on my channels. But it's like just- Jonathan though. What? You're like filling that, it's like Jonathan, like you're filling that demographic that people are interested in, those answers that we're not getting on TikTok currently. Yes, I, I just, I make funny, I'll make funny remarks, but I don't say anything I wouldn't say to a guy in real life. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. And no, I've never had, I've never had a guy be like, no, I don't want to date you because you'll make a video about me. I've never had that happen. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, no, they're the wrong person anyways. But no, I think it's like a fine line to ride because like like you said, a lot of influencers are so private about it because it's like, what is yours? Like, what do you have like stake over that the internet doesn't own? Like there's very few things right now. I think what me. would be interesting for you is like, you know how you'll do your get ready or you'll be like, guys, I have a date tonight. We're going to make pizza, whatever. I think it'd be if something had happened funny previously or you, or here, here's an example. You could be like, yeah, tonight I'm having a date over. Like we're running it back with the pizza, whatever. And be like, LOL, the last guy I had over, he literally wouldn't stop talking about his frog. Like whatever, whatever weird <laughs> shit happened. You yeah. can just make a funny remark. You don't have to expose like the person or the whole date. Yeah, yeah. I'm constantly trying to think about like new content. Like I think that like I don't per- like currently like go into makeup and I'm like a fucking thought for makeup. And I'm like, I don't do that. I don't talk about dating. I don't talk about like, I don't know. Like there's so many topics to broach that I feel like I don't have time to talk about yet. And like, that's why I love this podcast because I feel like we were co- like covering all the bases. Even you know? I would love if you were like, yo, I'm out here slaying the dating game. Like you guys have no idea. <laughs> like- just even a video of you like gassing yourself up because like girls are so afraid to go on dates they're so afraid to like make that shit happen so like even just showing like yourself you hyping yourself up like being like oh my god I'm so nervous but like we're gonna do it baby like this is for me like I think a, a TikTok or something like that would be awesome for someone to see 
yeah, yeah. I think dating needs to be more normalized because I feel like because of Corona, like we've gotten so used to like just hookup culture where we just go over and we like fuck literally. And it's like, now can we go on a date first? And like, I know that we're not allowed out anywhere and like close to each other, but I'd like to get to know you first, sir. Yeah, that's okay. definitely all college too. Yeah, yeah. College is a horrible hookup culture. <laughs> yeah speaking and, of dating. or it's like hookup culture into dating like you hook up for like three months and it's like oh we're dating we're moving in together yeah. after college like what the fuck is that yeah it's so weird i don't know speaking of dating phil has a date coming up that he's pretty nervous about Ooh, it's tea. <laughs> he definitely doesn't no, want to no, talk no. about it right now he's nervous <laughs> yeah i want to know i, I hope I'll, I'll, we'll hope it goes well i don't want to jinx it okay yeah no i respect that actually because i talk about things too much and then they crash and burn <laughs> yeah it'll be fun though she's a cool girl fingers crossed i mean you only got what a semester left to bag one work a little harder (laughs) i'm I'm a a junior so i have have a year and a half oh you got a year and a semester bitch i know i know well phil wants to be like it is cuffing season he wants to move to la and like be like a sports agent so i'm like do you want to like cuff Mm. someone before you leave or do you want to like just do your thing and you move yeah no oh my gosh you want to move to LA I feel like that's brazy as a guy to say that like I feel like guys get shat on when they're like I want to move to LA like for my U it's usually like oh I'm going to Chicago I'm going to Austin Chicago's <laughs> so basic yeah, yeah. everybody yeah. goes to Chicago here fuck that <laughs> no. wait speaking yeah. of do you ever talk to your sibling about like dating stuff like do you ever ask them for advice or like do they ever ask you for advice not nah, nah, my like I'm the cute one I'm the <laughs> one who likes to go out and be social and that's all you need to know because they're not like that at all you know like I feel like when I don't know if you guys have more do you have other siblings no but I'm definitely the cute one. Oh, that's uh, interesting because I find that they're when it's just two it's usually opposites you know so like I'm the one who dates a lot who's social who's on the internet he's the one who like is serious like went like took school seriously like has was with the same person for the longest time you know versus like I feel like y'all are relatively similar you know yeah I agree I think we were a lot more different like when we were growing up but we also have always had this like a few things that we've always had in common which is probably like our morals and values and whatever Mm. things that like have always stuck to be the same but Phil was definitely like the smarty pants finance dude and I was like the creative crazy kid yeah 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 yeah. same like he was definitely favored by my parents because he was like perfect kid growing up like like literally like really good at basketball really good at like tests and stuff like I'm not as good at that stuff I'm I'm more good at yeah 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 on the fly I wasn't like the perfect kid at all like I caused my parents so many issues like like I was the problem motherfucker like I made issues and I made myself everybody's problem okay let's do a few poll questions and then we can wrap it up Victoria TikTok or Instagram TikTok what are you doing Phil TikTok I'm going TikTok too what do you mean yeah pizza or bagel I had to shout out the New Yorker and you bacon egg and cheese baby (laughs) what are you doing Phil bagel I'm going pizza. I love pizza after a night out in New York. Uh, I can't wait till you, we can hang out in New York. That'll be so fun. Yeah, come through and chill or whatever. I <laughs> like, will. It's fun. It'll be like camp. T- <laughs> TK loves her drunk pizza. Oh, She's always it. getting that. <laughs> love it. What's a better feeling? A viral TikTok or the post run high? Post run high. 
uh, probably a viral TikTok because I've only had like one. I feel like right off the bat, I would say the viral TikTok, but post run high is like more of a long term feeling that feels better. Yeah, yeah, I don't know yeah, if that makes yeah. Sense. Like I, like I don't, I don't. Yeah, it's like more. because all your guys. Right all your guys tiktoks go viral every time you post one no mine don't kind of well the thing is is like i don't post to go viral so if it goes viral it goes viral but i run to get yeah so true so true i just post and i'm like all right we'll see fuck it mask (laughs) off like i don't know i definitely ever since i talked to you too like i'll just post whatever i'm like i don't even think about it i'm just like post something what do you value more money or time time same time And then last thing I wanted to ask you, Victoria, before we wrap this up is what advice, like, I feel like now that we've chatted, I need to know, like, what advice would you give me with TikTok? I need to know. I love just hearing you talk, honestly. Like, I love like the, the off the cusp, like you are such a great conversationalist. And I think also the fact that like a lot of people like have a lot to learn when it comes to like speaking to others whether it's an interview setting a first date or a fucking tiktok a lot of people are scared to speak their mind and you do it in a very approachable way so you think like more like when a random thought comes just pick up the phone and film it kind of thing yeah fucking dialogue like or like you just talking about how like a formative event between you and phil when you were younger happened and like look at where we are now or like look where our relationship is now like that's very interesting to me okay that's so interesting okay that's what I want to know. Phil, do you have any last minute questions to ask Victoria while she's here? Yeah, uh, I was curious, what's your dream, like, TikTok duet? Who's your favorite creator Ooh. that you would love to like, collab? do a TikTok with? Yeah, collab with, not duet. <laughs> like, who are, you, who are some of your favorite TikTokers? Okay, so, like, I didn't, I, I whole thing was I never followed any, like, influencers or TikToks for the longest time. I was like, this shit's so dumb. Like, I, like, fuck me bro this is hard i mean you're uh like, you're like everybody sucks but me no 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 like it's like <laughs> i, like, I, I want to like collab with like amy winehouse like i want to collab with dead people elon musk elon musk elon musk i want to do, that do it with that motherfucker yo i or me him and joe rogan would be like the world war three like battle of the century like that's what i would want to do that'd be my dream is like my dream is to wake up every day and just have like a sick ass guest that like is so excited to be on my podcast every morning. Like, I would love that. He lives the life. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know I would love to, like, actually end a fist fight with him because I feel like that'd be so fucking funny. Like, he'd be like, I don't want to hit you. And I'd be like, fuck you. <laughs> like, <laughs> you battle. Yeah. Is there anyone in the influencer world you would love to, like, collaborate with or just meet? <laughs> For sure. Um, I think, like, uh, Amal Clooney. She's done amazing things. For, like, Who's a lot that? of causes, I think uh George Clooney's wife she's a lawyer um, oh I was I gonna think, say like, I was like yeah Clooney. like I'm really into charity and stuff like that and like civil rights like or like like more like activism and stuff like that and like I think that's a dialogue or like influencer subsection that's not really touched on and so I think like talking with her and clapping with her and talking about the shit she does is dope what in like what genre of charity work or like activism are you are you kind of the most passionate about or are you referencing when I like ran the New York City Marathon, I raised money for multiple sclerosis, which is what my mom has. And so like, that's why I got into running because I'm really into charity. What is and that? And so like when it's like, uh, like, like your immune system starts attacking itself and your like body breaks down, like you just oh can't walk, you can't, yeah. It's like definitely hardo as fuck. And so like charity is really important to me. And so like 
one of my videos was like once I started getting creator fund like once I'm starting like being able to pay my own bills off this like it's really important to me to put a like percentage aside to charity and like work in activism and stuff like that yeah I think that's really cool do you think obviously besides your mom dealing with that I mean that's such like an impactful thing is there another place in your heart that just like feels called to do like charity stuff or do you think it's really was derived from your mom I think that like it's really important that like more people have access to like uh like healthy food you know like the fact that like it costs five dollars for a fucking McDonald's meal and twenty dollars for a salad from Whole Foods is kind of fucked like things that like the subway is more is less expensive than a city bike so like just making like public health care and like like things that are important for like underprivileged communities more accessible like the point of why did why is that like I mean obviously this is like duh like that would bug anyone but like why is that so important to you like why do you feel like you need to do something about it kind of thing well it's like my mom like grew up like really really poor like on like food stamps and stuff like that and so like she attributes like her MS from a lack of nutrition at a young age and like like, growing up yeah growing up just eating like tang and oreos like shit the shit they could afford you know and so like like if you like don't have a good foundation how are you expected to build this house that's your life like everything wow okay that's really really interesting i love that i wanted to ask did you when you were at iu did you ever hear about dance marathon yeah 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 yeah. no and i also heard some horrible things about like like in the fraternity systems where guys would raise money and pocket it so that like really set me like what also at a lot of smaller colleges too like in North Carolina like I know a bunch of guys like do you like not dance marathon is obviously like reputable and stuff like that but with any charity work there's like discrepancies with who's on the board and stuff like that so it's important to me that I'm like really fucking heavily involved with the charity and that it's doing what the money's being donated for yeah totally Phil what do you have to say about the IUDM comment I haven't heard of that but that's definitely it could happen like asking for Venmos for for IUDM like you never know if it's actually going to go there so it's good good shout yeah it's like I guess it's a good reminder to know like where your money's going even myself like if people ask me to donate to IUDM I'm like yeah can I just Venmo which I shouldn't do that yeah 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 like it's it's crazy it's crazy but um, yeah IUDM does do great things yeah Phil and I are both really heavily I guess just passionate kind of about IUDM and Riley Children's Hospital because Phil was actually a Riley kid no way that's crazy that's so awesome boy yeah it's cool though yeah I mean but, that's just it's like important with who you become though you know like it's so like formative oh definitely it was a, it was a huge life lesson yeah. yeah anyway well what a good note to ed- end on donate to your favorite charity <laughs> yeah. um, or donate like a percentage of your income to charity yeah period and Victoria thank you so much for coming on the pod and I'm so honored that this was your first one Thank you for having me. Thank you for popping my motherfucking cherry. Like, <laughs> I loved it. Did you have a good time? Like, do, or is that something you would want to do in the future? Like, be on more people's podcasts or maybe have one on your own? For sure. I think I have a lot to say in very little direction. So it's important to have somebody to mediate it. Yeah. And what's yeah. cool about podcasts is like, you don't have to have a direction. Like, it could just be all over the place, which would be yeah, an interesting yeah. pod. Anyway, where can everyone follow you? Pimp yourself out. Oh, Victoria Paris F on any and all social media. Awesome. And Phil, where can everyone follow you? Phil King 10 on Instagram and Phil King 10 on TikTok, I believe. <laughs> oh my God, I know your username. Damn, I'm going to go follow you now and comment <laughs> on your post and be like, where's so, the comment, yeah. bitch? Phil King where's 10, the motherfucking? Yeah. I just followed you, Victoria. 
I'm banging the follow button so quick. <laughs> All of his IU friends are going to be so jealous. <laughs> yeah, for sure. They're going to be like, yo, I remember when that, that ugly bitch went here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So and then you can follow me at TK's Juicy Polls. Follow me on YouTube. Just type in Taylor King, which by the way, Victoria, we really need to like tackle the YouTube game with you. Fuck, bro. Chill. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening and be sure to rate, review, follow us on all of the social media accounts we just said, and be sure to make someone's day this week. Peace. Bye. Peace. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.